Somos muchos, no somos pocos, pero estamos todos locos. What's going on, everyone? This is your boy Jorge, and I've got my really good friend Juan with us. Juan, what's up, yeah? What's up? How are you, man? Good, good. All right, so this is a special uh, episode. Um, as you can hear, uh, we have a squeaky door right behind us. Uh, we are, and the reason why it's special, it's because uh, we are in Vegas. Hell yeah. yeah. Right? You've been here a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've you got married here. Multiple times. I, yeah, I got yeah. married. This is where I signed my life away. That's right, huh? <laughs> uh, and we also saw some places where you can get divorced uh, for cheap. So. Yeah, but we weren't able to stop there. I was That's like, right, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we were running late to the game. Uh, but anyways, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, today's special is pretty cool because uh, we took a trip out to Las Vegas from Oakland. Um, for the most part, I want to say it's uh, a lot of our friends from Los Roots. Uh, it was, how many in total do we travel from Los Roots? I want to say 15, 16? 16. Yeah, 16. It was 16 total for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my first time again here in Vegas. It's been incredible. Uh, it was a good time. We are now recording after the match uh, versus Las Vegas Lights. Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But anyways, um, we've been here since Friday. A lot of us Friday, Saturday. Uh, my experience has been great. Um, it's so interesting how Las Vegas works. Uh, uh, could I live here? Maybe not. Um, <laughs> That's what I asked you a couple of times. I was like, could you see yourself uh, living out here? But it is hot. It's hot. It's, uh, it, 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 the city never sleeps. Truly never sleeps. But um, Except when you're looking for an in and out, it turns out. That's in right. In and out sleeping. <laughs> They're sleeping after 1.30 a.m. But anyways, it's been really cool. Um, I've had a really great experience. I think everyone here has enjoyed themselves. Uh, we're in the Airbnb that we uh, rented. It's uh, about 14 people here uh, with us, um, and it's been really fun. We just ordered brunch, and uh, we're waiting on it. So if you hear the door squeaking in the back, um, we are inside the house. We're in the living room area-ish, and uh, we've got friends just kind of uh, going in and out uh, to the pool area. But uh, let's get into the episode. Um, it was a great experience, first of all, because it's the first time that I think that they allow us to bring uh, all those drums. Dude, the, the Las Vegas reps were really welcoming. They said, you know, when I, when I contacted them and asked them, you know, let me start off by saying most, most stadiums, uh, teams will only allow you to bring one drum and like two flags or two drums. Or no drums and no flags at all. Yeah. So when I contacted uh, the guy over at Las Vegas uh, Lights and I asked him, how many drums can we bring? And he's like, oh, bring all the drums you want. I was like, what? Yeah, I was surprised to hear and that. And then too. I was like, what about flags? Can we bring flags? And he's like, yeah, yeah, bring all the flags you want. Yeah. I was like, uh flagpoles yeah and he's like yeah no problem Bring them i know in. it feels so weird like, yeah i was like well he's like any other questions i was like no that's no, uh, we're good yeah, yeah we're good it, it's interesting because um again like you said there are venues that completely don't allow anything right monterey is one of them which i'm surprised because it's 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 a really nice place um the fans are welcoming for the most part yeah uh but i i would figure that they would allow at least a flag 
and at least a couple of drums, just like Sack does. And I know we've talked about this in other episodes, uh, but still, it's always fun to be able to travel and take uh, some kind of noisemaker with you uh, and kind of do what we as supporter groups do best, which is chat for the team and, you know, uh, go out and make some noise. Uh, but this was fun. Uh, we got there. And I think it was like a, around, a, I, I know when we left the Airbnb, it was like a hundred and something. Yeah, 102. Yeah, 102. And at least from my phone, it said it was supposed to be like 99, 98 by the time the game started at 730. I was like, yeah. damn, yeah. 98 at 730 at night. Although it was really hot, maybe because I was playing drums and I was just like focused on that. I, I mean, I know I was sweating like crazy, but I don't know. It just didn't, it, it wasn't bothering me as yeah. much as... Maybe people who weren't moving around and just kind of sitting there taking the heat. But I did see everyone fanning themselves, uh, and I figured, yeah, I guess it, it, it is a hot one. Um, something I don't normally do is take my shirt off, but I had to. I was drenched. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was bothering me more than anything to have the shirt on. So, And I know there's other people, even even gals out there, that were like, shit, I wish I could take mine off right now. Oh, yeah. It, it, we it, had a couple girls that were like, we're taking our shirts off, too. I was like, yeah. hey, hey, easy, easy. <laughs> we, we... Uh, it, it goes to show how hot it was. But uh, getting into the match, um, it started really well. And with all honesty, I came in thinking that the, we were going to take the win. Yeah, hell yeah. One. Las Vegas only had like two wins for the whole yeah, season. So. Yeah. Uh, and as much as I don't want to believe that we're really not that good with bad teams and we're really good with good teams, you know, uh, it, it was just another example of it being true, you know. Um, I, I did think we were going to win. Uh, my hopes weren't too high up, but I was like, you know, Whichever way I went around thinking about it, I was like, we've got this, right? And we started yeah. off pretty good, right? Like, there wasn't anything in the beginning that I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be a bad game. Uh, but quickly into the game, uh, things got rough out there, right? Well, um, we were up the first half, right? First half, it was one nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and sorry. Second and half is when it went all it, downhill. It went downhill. That's right, yeah. And by rough, I want to say that we had a pretty pretty big injury that we got to see right in front of us oh actually. yeah when uh Murad got knocked out that that looked really bad yeah i didn't realize it until you pointed it out that um you know sorry to, to be a bit descriptive but it, he stiffened up yeah his, you know his arms were yes yeah stiff, yep, stiff yeah which is typical of like a knockout yeah so, a concussion or yeah something right like well yeah right away it was like oh he's knocked out and the 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 players looked really concerned. The yeah. trainer, you know, yeah. one thing I really dislike about the USL is that anytime we've seen injuries and especially like bad injuries like that one, like they don't bring out a stretcher or or something to take the player. Like That's I was true. really upset that like they they I mean they helped them up and they were really careful walking with them, but then they made them walk all, all the, way, the around. way around, yeah, back to to the bench or to the back is like. Come on, man. Like it, two people with a stretcher. Bam. You'll be able to help the player out. Why are you going to make them walk all the way around? I don't know. Yeah, no, you pointed it out as it was happening. And I remember you yelling out, where's the stretcher? And you're right. I mean, honestly, I've seen it even in like some small leagues in Mexico. Right. Yeah. Or other uh, clubs. Right. That are aren't that big. I mean, a stretcher doesn't seem like too hard of a deal to have laying around. 
for these kinds of games. Uh, I mean, it, it doesn't matter what league you're in. Uh, you're always exposed to, I mean, concussions yeah, and, or knockouts injury, or yeah. other injuries, right? Like, I can't imagine what if he broke his leg. Yeah. Right. You're like, w- are him. you going to make him hop <laughs> yeah, all the way around or him. or who knows? Right. I mean, I don't know what the details are um, on stadiums having this uh, around, but you're right. Uh, w- watching him go through that. Um, a lot of players were concerned. We stopped completely drumming. We, we totally felt for him. And uh, even when they raised him up again, sorry to be a bit descriptive, uh, but he could not hold himself up. And he was yeah. like. His, his legs his, looked weak. His legs he looked weak. Yeah. His his I I from what I saw, his feet were one foot was out of a shoe, and he was just kind of like it 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 didn't look good. And again, to have him from what it seemed like, him not knowing what the hell was going on for a second, uh, to making him walk. Yeah. Right? That was the tough part. But again, they did take it slow and you know, uh, he did come at uh, towards us game, at the yeah. game, yeah, and and you know he said thank you and clapped. Um, so it was nice to see him doing okay, you know. Um, but other than that, uh, the game continued on. I, we had a, uh, a penalty, which I didn't even realize that there was a, a penalty going on um, until I looked up and Johnny was just about to yeah. kick it. Yeah, did you get to see the penalty yourself? Yeah. Oh, like the the, like the, the actual, foul, the foul. No, yeah. no, I didn't see the foul. Yeah, well, th- that's one of the things is that when you're drumming, um, yeah, for the most part, you're so focused on the drums. Yeah, and you really have to make an effort to look up and kind of figure out what's going on, um, especially here in, here in Vegas. I mean, shit, I was tired really quick, <laughs> uh, of course, because of the heat. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like you can't stop drumming. You know, you got to just keep going. You yeah, know, so yeah. uh, penalty happened. Uh, once the penalty happened, um, I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, we, well, my first thought was like, we got this, right? Yeah. And then I started to see like some plays develop and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, um, there were some plays where I didn't see full effort. And it was giving Las Vegas a bit more opportunity to get close. You know what? What I I don't know if it was just me, but it seemed like uh, Las Vegas was playing uh, a little more aggressive. Sure. Like you, you saw like the way I don't know if the dude's like the the captain of the team, but the way he was yelling at the other players and like yeah, he was passionate for sure. Yeah, he was really passionate. Yeah. So he was passionate with the ref. He was yelling, <laughs> man. Yeah, and it was. It, I'm it, surprised there weren't any reds, bro, because the way true. they were yelling at the ref, but and here's yelling the at thing, each though. other. Here's the thing, and we talked about this earlier today, and even yesterday. Uh, the acoustics of that place are fucking insane. There's, there's. If you guys haven't seen it, um, and I didn't know this until you pointed it out right before our trip. I didn't know they played in a baseball field. Yeah. Right, which turns into a soccer field, and so what is it? A triple A team? Yes, triple A. Triple A, and so the stadium, like towards, so it's kind of an L shape, and then it has, you know, where the home run kind of area is at. Uh, what the left and right bleachers would be in the A's. Those are just walls. Yeah, just you know, big and they're, walls. they're pretty big. Yeah, that's right. So the noise echoed, right? And and we pointed this out yesterday. I don't think I've ever heard this many players, what they say. Oh, yeah. 
right? Like we could hear everything they were saying to each other. All the way other, to the bench. All the way from the, the coaches yeah. yelling out and yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> it, which was, it was really cool to hear, actually. Um, uh, I got to see like when, you know, uh, the Roots didn't agree with the ref. The, the Roots bench players didn't agree with the ref. And um, they all yelled at the same time. And I was like, whoa. I was like, what the hell was that? And like, right. oh, that, that goes on during the game. <laughs> yeah. So I think that a lot of what we heard, just kind of like, you know, um, these players yelling at refs, it's nothing new. We just don't normally get to hear yeah. exactly what's going on, right? Well, dude, also, like, as soon as we stopped playing the drums, it that stadium was so quiet. It was quiet. Yeah, i never been to a game like that, at least yeah. a soccer game where, like, we stopped playing and there's dead silence. I can't imagine what it would have been like without us there. And, and by that, I mean that any time we travel with a good amount of people... Um, you can see the frustration. I don't know if frustration is the right word. Um, you can see how bothered the other fans are. Yeah. Right? They don't like it. Nobody likes it, right? For someone to show up to your home with drums and just making all this noise. Because, you know, we should point out they don't have an SG right now. Or they... Uh, from, you know, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. But from when I looked up in the past, they used to have an SG. Yeah. And they were called like Luces something. Yeah. And then they, I don't know the reason, but they sure. stopped showing up. But yeah. they had an SG. Yeah. Does L, uh, does Vegas have another soccer team somewhere? No, not that I know. Okay. All right. So maybe they didn't move on to another team. Uh, but anyways, there was nothing there. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of people, I want to say, too. Uh, it was, you know... Mainly Average. families, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It wasn't it wasn't packed? You saw the yeah. the other and the general admission area, yeah, was empty. Yeah, well, I think a lot of it to has smoke. to do when teams aren't doing very well. Yeah, the interest isn't fully there, and it happens even with the pros uh, when a team's just not doing well. Because you know the side that we were on, that whole side that was like sections sections one through fifteen or something. Yeah, that's all supposedly like group. Uh, oh, buys or something. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. general admission was behind the the goal where they had the smoke going off. That's general admission. Yeah, yeah. You saw general admission was mainly empty, and over here, yeah, in the group buys, it's like, like where most of the people. Yeah. Were. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was interesting. Interesting stadium. Uh, interesting to see how many Oakland people were out there. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, first Vegas did this thing with like their advertisement, <laughs> yeah, their promo. Yeah, and they they were like, bring your A's and Raider gears, and let's show that we love Oakland teams. Yeah, and, and they'll give you half off tickets. half off tickets, <laughs> motherfuckers. And there were there were. At people first, I didn't know Raider how to take gear. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, a ton. Which yeah. I didn't mind yeah. because I'm a Raider fan. Yeah. You know, I was an A's fan when I was younger, so it's like. It didn't bug me. Nah. I felt at home, actually. Yeah, you know, yeah, just to see yeah. a lot of silver and black. A lot of silver and black. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, mainly. Oh, and a lot of A's, too. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of A's stuff there, too. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll start from the beginning. Uh, we, we got to the parking lot, met up. Uh, uh, I'll give a quick list of people who were there. Um, Ross, right? Uh, we had Cassandra. So Ross is from... The 68. 68s. Cassandra as well. And uh, a huge thank you to Ross for that's right. bringing the drums, man. Yeah, hey, dude. He came through. Shout out to Ross. He drove with Cassandra. Um, you're from Oakland. That's a champ fucking road trip, 
right? And Hell the thing yeah. too is that it's in and out. They're in one day and they're out the next, yeah. right? So uh, they're champs. And if it wasn't for them, we pro- probably wouldn't have been able to have the drums. Uh, yeah, maybe we one, all flew. But- yeah. We all flew and rented a van out here and just hung out. But anyway, shout out to those guys. Uh, so they were there. Mo was there. Um, Mo's partner was there. Uh, and then from Los Roots, mainly for the majority, the most most of the crew was there. Beto, Melissa, um, just a bunch of people. And yeah. Salada made it out. Yeah. Um, so it, w- it was fun. Um, we get to the section. We marched in, which is really cool that we got to do that. It was well organized, yeah. uh, which I appreciate when we can uh, lock in early on and be on the same page, right, where we can all, like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go in. We're going to, uh, once everyone's checked in, once we find out where we're going to sit, uh, we'll head that way, marching. Uh, we're going to do this chant and that chant. And it worked out really well. Uh, we got a lot of attention walking in, of yeah, course. You could tell the fans weren't used to it because everybody yeah. was looking around. And recording. Yeah, and then that place being so quiet. Like, I could yeah. see as we're walking, fan, fans way up ahead, yeah. like, standing up and looking around. Like, like what, what the hell's the coming? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was cool. There's video of it. Uh, we got to march in, um, switch the chant as we were going down and uh, got to our spot, met up with other friends. And, and bringing it back to uh, meeting a lot of people, right? There was that really passionate lady that walked in. Just oh, yeah. She marched with us. Yeah. And she, was, uh, she had a shirt that said Oakland Girl. And she was uh, expressing how sad she was that she had to move from the Bay. Yeah. Uh, she had just moved. Uh, her son's still in the Bay, but his, her son was here. Um, and they sat with us. They were going to sit somewhere else. She came up to us and she was like, hey, we want to sit with you guys. And you can see that throughout the night. Yeah, you can see more people started making their way over with yeah, us. Yeah, a lot of people with Oakland gear, like straight Oakland gear. Yeah, yeah. Right? We talked to to some uh, uh, guys who had Oakland gear, and I think Mo uh, said, "Hey, you know, I appreciate you wearing Oakland stuff." And they're like, "Dude, I would never wear Las Vegas Raider <laughs> gear." And I live in Las Vegas, yeah. right? Like, they're, but but they're from you know from the town, so um, it was good to see. Like again, I felt at home, right? Maybe when I don't feel at home is when uh, other fans get rowdy with us too, <laughs> right? Then you feel like, okay, I'm not at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. No, it was, it wasn't. Uh, we didn't have anybody like opposing our chance or anything. Or that's true. So yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was our night really. Yeah. And um, again, the acoustics were really well. I liked uh, how loud we were. There was multiple people telling us um, that you can hear us from the other side of the stadium, and which is always good to to see because. When we went to Monterey with no drums, um, we had to wait until the other SG stopped chanting because they had instruments and stuff. And as soon as they stopped, that's when we started our chant because it's kind of the only way we can get away with being heard at games. Um, The players recognized us right away, which is always fun to see. I, I can't imagine. I mean, because we were talking about this yesterday with Ross. Um, I think in our division, we could be one of, um, I don't want to say the only SG, but uh, in our division, we could be one of the SG's supported groups total um, that travel the most. It feels like, yeah, right? it feels like we travel. I don't, or maybe because a lot of people don't come to Oakland to the Oakland games, but maybe. But I, I don't also, know. We, I also follow a lot of uh, other SGs, and uh, I don't see. Uh, a lot of them traveling. posting like they travel. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Monterey do stuff now. You know, um, they'll be at in Oakland. 
they already told us oh, they're that gonna be yeah, there they're going to be in Oakland. SAC has random, you know, but anyways, not like a big supporter group, right? Like we show up, we show up. Yeah. Like San Diego, we took over a, a pretty big section, yeah. you know. Uh, this was on the smaller side of things, but still a lot for it to be a pretty far away oh, game. Yeah. You know, and so, um, you know, it, it, it was a really good time. Um, we got to talk to friends who watched it on TV and they were like, yeah, dude, uh, we totally heard you guys, which is cool. Um, but anyways, second half hits. Uh, we start going and, you know, I'm, I'm drumming like crazy. And so all of a sudden I hear their fans get loud and I was like, oh, damn. They and tied yeah, the game. They tied the game. <laughs> and the interesting about that, which I totally get. It's that that's where their their fans show up. Yeah, that they, they weren't making any noise the whole At game. All. And no. then they scored the goal. And especially over there, like a Mr. Superfan would turn in, and in clap front of us. towards us. Like, yeah, he, on, he was, bro. yeah. You haven't made any noise the whole game. And yeah, now, and he turned around yeah. and he was like, yeah. But I get it. Yeah. Right? It's like it, you can tell that that is a moment where they released that uh frustration they might have you know because you know it's in your home uh stadium and then these fans show up being loud as hell and then you're all of a sudden down right a goal yeah i mean who the hell's gonna but but that's what it's about right like uh it anytime we get scored on at an away game our first instinct is to keep chanting right because if you shut down you give them more of that space for them to like yell at you and right. So yeah. anytime we get scored on, we're like, well, nothing we can do. So might as well, you know, chant yeah, we even get harder. Louder, yeah. Yeah. So it's um, it happened to us uh, after. So three total goals. Uh, so the final was um, three to one. Um, that was bad. It was bad. after the first one. It seemed like the the other two goals just came back to back. And the thing is, I mean. You gotta give it to to Las Vegas because they were they were goals like it wasn't no little. Oh no, hit, yeah, like, we got hit. a penalty, and as much as you know, hey, a win's a win, right? But anytime any of my teams win by, you know, points that weren't truly earned, yeah, right, yeah. like or like, sorry, goals that weren't truly earned, I'm like, okay, well, you know, it was a penalty, yeah. right? And uh, I didn't see clear attacks. A lot of them were going way over the. Yeah, I mean they they they. Took some shots, but yeah, some were way over, way some over. were off to the I'm left. Just like, damn, guys. But yeah, and, uh, I, and, and I don't know, right? Like some people pointed out, could be the heat, uh, whatever it was. Um, I, I didn't see full effort there. And it's frustrating as a fan um, to know that your team can do it, especially with, you know, damn last place or damn near last place. Las Vegas is in last place. Last place, yeah. yeah. All right, there we go. Um, and it's like, and it happens to us so often where it's like these uh, shitty teams that we can't fucking seem to beat. Yeah, look, check it out. We had 10 total shots, and only two of those were on target. Yeah, dude. And uh, Las Vegas had seven shots, and three were on target. Oh, wow. So. I thought they had more. Nah, just seven, so bro. Th so does that mean three shots, three on target, three goals? Oh, sorry. The three Basically that were on the, target yeah, were the goals. Yeah. Wow. 
there was that really impressive goal at the end. Yeah, that one we did see where it was just, it curved. Yeah, yeah it curved, and it went yeah. in. I was like, damn. Yeah, Paul, like he he, he couldn't even react to it. It kind of happened a little too quick. But that is what frustrated me the most is allowing the team to shoot from so far away too. You that, know, you know that's what I say. Just take the shot. Like a lot of times they want to get so close. I'm just uh, that's just true. Shoot it. Yeah, they're gonna fall in eventually. Right. Well, that. Right, one of their shots came in like that, yeah. and it, it went in. Yeah. Look, here's a interesting stat. So in the first half, we had two shots, two two shots, and both of them uh, were on target. Oh damn! But then the second half, we had eight shots, and none were on target. They oh were damn! Just all over the place. So yeah, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, um, frustrating uh, for I'm sure for them too, right? Like they're they're. They also want to win. But frustrating for us, make the trip. Um, and then, uh, you know, not getting the result that I think we all wanted and expected, which yeah, was Yeah, well, win. I mean, we, we, we all want a home playoff game, right? That's yeah, the, the thing. And right now with, with this loss, uh, well, I, don't know if it, I don't know if it's even with this loss. I think we were already in sixth place, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. But we, we maintained sixth place. We have 40 points. And we, we're trying to get up there at least to fourth to have a home uh, playoff game. Yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, first, yeah, we wanted that fourth spot. And right now I'm just like, dude, as long as we can make the fucking playoffs, <laughs> you know. Um, but, hey, you know, that's how crazy this uh, division has been. Um, we've talked about it in another podcast, how quickly teams have dropped. Yeah. How quickly teams have yeah, gone up. Teams have gone from first place and yeah. just fucking yeah. went all the way down. So there's six games left. That's still a lot of points. I know, but I hate to keep saying that when these are the games that we're supposed that to we're be supposed winning. supposed to right? win, yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, anyways, whatever. That was a result. Uh, that's what that's what we got. But it's, it, it, it still has been a really good time. Um we got to meet up with Ross and Mo and everyone. They came over the Airbnb, hung out, and then drove uh, caravan all together in. And um, the whole experience is a lot of fun. Yeah, you know? yeah, hell yeah, it's been fun. From uh, you know, just this whole uh, you made you made the pendants. Oh yeah, the Los Roots pendants, yeah. and in the back you inscribed the uh, Los Roots, Los Roots in Las Vegas, twenty twenty three. And yeah, th this whole trip, at least. For us as a group, as Los Roots SG, has been a cool bonding experience. Yeah. Sharing yeah. sharing the home, uh, going out partying Friday night, you Ooh. know, pool party. It's rough out here, dude. <laughs> well, yeah. Fuck. I used to party, man, and I used to be able to fucking hang. Uh, but it's so different now. Yeah, you know? fucking Friday night, we got home, what, like 4.30 in the morning? Uh, yeah, 4.30. Um, and then last night. And then last night we yeah. went out again. Three, three thirty. We got home, and we left half of our crew. Yeah, yeah. Because we were done. <laughs> we were at the club at uh, Resorts World. Yeah, I forget the name of the club, but uh, a DJ named Zed was playing. Yeah, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, but yeah, half of us were like, hey. and it was packed, dude. Yeah, and I can only assume packed. every fucking venue that has artists like that because it seems like it's. Again, this is my first time in Vegas, and I was I'm just amazed. Uh, how crazy big expensive this place is and looks um to see how many performers every single night right and and, and there's just so many venues uh yeah. for whatever you want to do honestly <laughs> 
I get the names. I get the nicknames. I get Sin City, right? I get like the city that never sleeps. Yeah. Like I get all of it now. <laughs> it's like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm sober and I can enjoy this experience because on my heavy drinking days, ooh, I don't know if I'm going back <laughs> home. Like I got to stay out here for like a week. You know what I mean? Just because there's so much to do. There's so much partying to be had. Uh, back in the day, I can hang. Uh, maybe it was the alcohol. Who knows? But I could totally hang. Uh, now, oh, man, dude. I it, you're, <laughs> Like the club that we went to last night, you know? It's so jam-packed. Yeah, it know? was. And it's like, you better know how to enjoy yourself like that, like being in a super crowded place, or you're going to be a bit miserable. And in my case, I was... On the more miserable, <laughs> not in a bad way. It's just like I'm sober. I'm aware of everything that's going on. I want to say that a, the majority of people there, especially two, three a.m., they're drunk, yeah, you know, yeah, or yeah. on one or whatever it is, right? And and so everyone's kind of just um, doing whatever the hell they want to do. And uh, uh, you know, just uh, as a sober person, you're like aware of everything. You're like, fuck, dude. <laughs> I could totally be home right now and, you know, watch some Netflix or something. So anyways, um, we won't get too into that because I guess what happens here stays, stays here. here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it's still staying here. The stories we're telling right now, they're here. They, right? Yeah, it's here. Except they're just, they might make it. They might <laughs> leak out. Um, but it's been a lot of fun, man. Anytime you get to bond with a lot of friends, uh, uh, especially sharing a house, you know, you get to uh, be with your friends day and night, day and night. Uh, you get to see them super ready uh, for a club and you get to see them the next day. Yeah. After and a whole last night. 14 people ready to go out. Dude. Man, it's the been girls so had to start early. Yeah, dude. But but it's been great planning, actually, in, in both of our sides where it's uh, um, you we I guess we kind of have done this before. Uh, so we kind of organized it a little bit better. Um, but still, yeah, it's hard to get 14 people together, 14 people ready, 14 people out of the house uh, to make either reservations or certain times for uh, restaurants or whatever venue that, you know, we're going to go to. So uh, but it's it's gone pretty smooth. It's yeah. been it's been a, a great trip. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, that for 14 people. Uh, it went pretty smooth. Yeah. Like even the restaurant we went to, uh, ye was it yesterday? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah the restaurant we went to yesterday, yeah. you know, going to a restaurant with 14 people is like, are we going to be able to all sit together? How long is it going to take for them to get a yeah. table for all of us? Yeah. And it, we showed it, up. It, it, it was smooth. Like, yeah. Super well, smooth. How many? Okay. Bam. Yeah. You know. Well, we also got there early. And speaking of that, uh, to our Latino friends who are listening, um, uh, Mexicans, of course. Uh, it, it was a restaurant called La Vecindad. La Vecindad, right? Which is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and that comes from the show El Chavo. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. It looks small when you get in there and you realize it's decent size. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's themed, I want to say, mainly around El Chavo, the yeah. show. Yeah, but, it was. But a lot of Mexican or Hispanic elements to the whole restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. The whole Chavo theme. They have uh, old Chavo episodes playing in black That's and right. white on, yeah. on these old uh, TVs, TVs with yeah. VCRs and shit. Yeah. And then they have all this Chavo memorabilia all over the place. Yeah. And the the waiters and uh, waitresses, they, they all dressed as characters from El Chavo. Yeah. And not only from the show, but there was like, there was a Katrina. Oh, yeah. There yeah. was 
was yeah. another guy dressed in white. Yeah. Had his face covered and stuff. Uh, they had live music. Live music. And it was really yeah. good. It was really good. Yeah, dude, really cool dude, songs. They, they were going from all genres, all of, genres. of Mexican Maná, music. Yeah. Uh, uh, Juan Sebastian. Yeah. Like, dude was playing it all. Yeah, yeah. And then we requested uh, Las Mañanitas like five mm-hmm. times. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, guy came by and made some uh, balloon hats oh, for, yeah, the for the girls. birthday girls. Yeah, yeah we shout had, out we to had, Lupita and Gris. Yeah, Happy we birthday. had two birthdays out here, so yeah. that was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great time. So if you guys are in Vegas, go and check it out, man. Yeah. Uh, one thing, and I'm sure everybody within their own culture, you're gonna judge any restaurant that is making your cultural food, right? Yeah. Hell and yeah. so, of course, us as Mexicans, we're gonna judge. The shit out of uh, Mexican food wherever yeah. we go, and I want to say for for and and I'm sure this is the same for other cultures. Um, it's rare to find good spots, yeah, right, because you want it to taste like home. You want it to taste like your mom's yeah. cooking. You want it to taste like you know really good places that you've tried before, right? And who knows what exactly it comes down to, but for most of the part, uh, I'm gonna say that that uh, the food isn't 100 percent there. You know what I mean? In in other places. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, no, well, no, I, no, my no. food was delicious. And no, I no. That. I'm so sorry. No. For for places that we go try. You know, it's rare that I come out of a restaurant being like, damn, that was good. Yeah. You know, because for the most part, it's like, okay. And you know, most places will have like a specialty, like, oh, that's good. That's what you should eat. Right. And over here at La Vecindad, everything. Man, we all had something di- different, it mm-hmm. seemed, and everything was delicious. Yeah. We were even sharing food, like, oh, you yeah, got to try this one, and you try yeah. this one. And, and it didn't seem, like, cheaply made. It was, like, it was really well made, uh, really good seasoning and flavor. So uh, to the Latinos or non-Latinos, if you guys want to go try some really good uh, Mexican food, I want to say also maybe uh, Mexico City food. Right, Mexico City's big on tortas. Yeah, and, uh, and they had all type of tortas, like yeah. from tor- tortas de asada to tortas Pierna. cubanas, pi- to- tortas de piedra. Dude, my mouth is getting watery. I know, right? dude. We had the carnitas, which <laughs> oh, again, I had the carnitas plate that was delicious. And, and with carnitas, it's so easy to judge too. Yeah, because yeah. you've had good carnitas pl- in places, and some aren't. Yeah, that great. And right, this was everything was good. The everything was good. Yes, that we considered like they were handmade. That we considered going again today. Yeah, we did. But we're like, shit, we're in Vegas. We should be trying other things too, right? Else, not, yeah. not get stuck. But we wanted to all try something different. So if you guys are in town, go and check out La Vecindad. Um, it's it's a great experience uh, and great food. And shit, man, for my people, you know, uh, that are kind of like me, it was uh, a very decent price. Um, and I'm going to say it's a bang for your buck. So <laughs> go and check it out, man. Um, really good stuff. So now um, it's Sunday, uh, day after the game. Um, again, a bit frustrated on just how things went, uh, but it is what it is, right? Um, we tried for that to not kind of ruin our nights. We still went out, had a good time. Uh, and now it's Sunday. We've got some people heading out, but for the most part, everyone's staying till Monday. Uh, today we do... Uh, just want to go out and watch some sports. We're going to have some yeah, brunch. Go watch the Raider game. Go watch the Raider game, man. Uh, I think um, it's going to be, I don't know what it is, right? I still, I don't know where anything <laughs> is. What, but it's a pool and then a big screen TV. And we're just going to watch it from there. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, you head out tonight. Yeah. Or today. Today. Not tonight. I'll yeah. be out today. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'll be able to catch the first half of the game, and then we'll have then, to head out. But well, yeah, I mean, shit. The the 
this whole trip has been hella fun. And it has, man. And it's one of those things where it's like, I want to do it again already. Yeah. You know, so. the cherry on top would have been the, the win. The, the win. Yeah. But, you know, I don't even want to point it out, but just looking down at my phone, we've lost three in a row, bro. Dude, it needs to be talked about. Man. You know, and it's sad. It's sad that, again, we're losing to these fucking teams. And the other two that we lost, I get it, against Louisville and Sac. Like, yeah. they're two of the top teams. But then this one just... I know, it, it hurt, it, dude. It hurt. It, it hurt. hurt. It hurt for many reasons, even just the traveling aspect of it. I've talked about this before. I used to travel a lot for the Raiders. <laughs> and fuck, dude, it sucked traveling so far to get your ass handed to you. Yeah. You know, it's like, damn. Uh, but at least with the Raiders, like, I, I had to fly back the day of or yeah. the day after and that's even worse here it's like okay cool whatever we lost and we still get to party and have fun and, and yeah. go out you know so um uh very cool for the people who got to travel ross cassandra and them it was really fun seeing them come out and uh you know just join everyone here and be a, a family again over here and kind of do what we do best uh one thing that i'm proud of is the whole crew and just the commitment of people um willing to travel and and uh, something I was going to say earlier, it's like, you know, I, I'm, I bet a lot of these team members, right? Like players, they're probably like, damn, these dudes are crazy. You know what I mean? Of just how much, uh, we travel for them. Right. Like they of course don't know when we're going to travel or anything, but it's like, I can only imagine them being on the field because that's what happened. They were practicing and then just starting hearing, let's go, yeah. Oakland, you know, just come down through the tunnel and stuff. So that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, that's got to be really cool for them to to see. And again, I'm sure that um, they also feel like some kind of responsibility for letting us down, too, you know, because you can see how they come up to us and some have their head down, you know, in disappointment and stuff. Yeah, you definitely see the difference, like when we win a game and they come over and when we lose a game and they come over. But yeah. but it's important to point out that, you know, it's it. We always appreciate that they come over sure. and, and show love, you know, they come over and, yeah. you know, high fives and everything, acknowledge that we're there, Yeah, you know, you know, so win or lose, it makes it feel like, you know, we're here for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's hard to do sometimes, at least for me, I'm like, I'm so devastated sometimes that I'm just like, damn dude, like, I wish I can talk to him, you know, like, yeah. dude, come on guys. Like, <laughs> but Hey, they're trying to win. I get it. Um, but still, um, when they do come by, it's all respect. It's all love. Uh, I, I truly appreciate, like you said, them coming over and making us feel special. Um, and, and kind of being, you know, they kind of recognize us now who we are and each one of us personally, you know, and it's because we do this so often, uh, anytime that we can. So, um, you know, one thing that I do want to uh, point out, which was very interesting, they let all the fans on the field. Oh, yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah. At first, I was like... I mean, like, yes and no. Well, at first, I was like, what? Is this a pitch invasion or what? Like, yeah. I, you just saw people running onto the field. And everyone gets their shit signed right yeah. there. Like, they just run up to whatever player they yeah. want to run up to. But again, for safety reasons, I'm like, yo. Yeah, because the players were still on the field. Yeah. Well, it's also important to point out that it, at least at first, it seemed like it was all kids. Like yeah. they just let all the kids on the field. Yeah. But then I started to see adults hop sure. over. Yeah. But yeah, like the players are still on the field and yeah. just letting well, everybody I, go out there like that. I think a lot. Uh, right. I think safety is number one for a lot of places that don't allow that. Right. Um, and but I can also see other teams wanting to maintain their field. 
Yeah, that's true. Right? Because like, this was a grass field. It wasn't turf. Grass field. That's right. And I think those are the ones that get hurt the most. Yeah. I remember like at the A's, right? Like firework night or whatever it was. It's like they make you walk, you know, through certain areas. You can't step just on wherever you want. Yeah, you, you know? can't step on the infield. On the infield. Block right. that off. And I've seen it in, in other fields, right? Like, no, nobody touches the field after it's done. Like, no, no. They want to keep it as is. Maybe it's to be able to maintain it, you know. Um, for it to be easier maintained. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, it was a shit ton of people. I was like, damn, uh, do you kind of wish we had that or, or are we okay the way that we are? Like the, the players come up to us. Yeah. You know, we just kind of push towards the front or everybody pushes towards the front of the row through the whole stadium. And then, um, the players come and you get, you know, shit. I thought it was really cool for the kids to get to run out there and, uh, yeah. Especially for the the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, I I mean, I don't need to go on the field. Yeah. But I could see how for the kids it would be really fun. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. we, we got rules in, in Oakland we or do. Hayward. In Hayward, yeah. <laughs> and um, so maybe we should talk about that really quick. Uh, we can just do maybe a couple minutes of... Um, oh, the news of next year? Y- yeah. yeah. Did we talk about that already? We there? haven't because... The it la- was... It was after the, the last meeting. episode. We had it before the meeting and before they released that news to yeah. the public. And the meeting is uh, a meeting that we had with Idris, um, the, the owner, yeah. front office. Yeah. Which, uh, again, we're also always very grateful that we get to experience these kinds of opportunities because we know that every club is different, you know, yeah. from major leagues to smaller leagues. Uh, they each have their own rules. So for us as supporter groups uh it is it makes us feel special that we get to go and be a part of these uh meetings before stuff gets released uh and we get to we get the 411 on a bunch of things right um uh, we got a lot of news about the upcoming stadium yeah we got some news on where we're gonna play for sure next year which was something that it was kind of up in the air and so uh we are playing in Hayward. Hayward. One more one more season in Hayward. Season. Yeah. Uh I guess uh CSU East Bay, they were supposed to do some renovations on the field yeah. this year and they pushed them back. Yeah. And now they're pushing those back again another year yeah. so that we could play yeah. in it, Hayward one Idris more. Idris was uh big on uh showing love to the uh, uh Cal State East Bay because they've been so flexible yeah. with us, right? Um, they, they are postponing, if maybe that's the word, uh, mm-hmm. uh, their, yeah, their rebuild, uh, for us. And, um, you know, as excited as I was to play in Oakland again, um, I'm okay with it. Uh, it's a venue that I like. I like the tailgating. I like, um, everything that the roots have done, um, the cart to bring the drums up at the end of the game, just a bunch of cool stuff that's already in place. And it makes sense, right? Like just one more year, which is fine. You know, if that's, you know, if the next step is going to Oakland, right? Yeah. Cause the, I know we were told we can't, you know, please don't release any details or anything about the stadium, but bro, seeing the, the, what do you call them? The images, the, yeah, the renderings, the renderings of the stadium. And then, the, uh, them explaining to us like what everything's how everything's gonna work yeah. and where things are gonna be it was exciting bro oh, dude. it was exciting i think the most exciting part about that is that we get a voice yeah, in yeah. our section right where do we want to be do we want to be here yeah over here right uh the dimensions of things what things are going to look like 
uh, the art, the uh, just a bunch of stuff that's going to happen there. Uh, and it's exciting, man. It's exciting for it to be in Oakland, yeah, right for Oakland because they're so big on making sure that uh, that stadium really reflects. And at least for us as East Oakland kids, like yeah, man, for it to be in, in East, East Oakland, Oakland, deep East Oakland, yeah, dude. And, and then that next new to section, the Coliseum, you know, yeah, where we grew up, where going, we, yeah, yeah, grew up going to A's yeah. and Raider games. And actually, um, maybe this is something we can say. It's that. Uh, we're going to be able to tailgate in the parking lot of yeah. the Coliseum, right? Yeah. So Malibu is directly across from it. I think it's just like a little dirt road that's yeah, it's right it. next door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's really no no long distance walking, but uh, it's cool to have some kind of uh, uh, tailgating back, and especially at the Coliseum, where again, you know, being next to 880 and just being able to look and see the arena and the Coliseum, you know, it just it's going to bring back memories for sure. Yeah. And the other cool thing is that uh, possibly we still don't know yet, possibly in the new section that we're at, it's going to be on the east side of the stadium. Yeah. And to me, that's pretty dope, you know, because we can, <laughs> you know. Who knows? Play around with the word East, right? And, yeah. And be in the East Oakland section. And it's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be fun to see it come to live. Uh, it's going to be fun to be able to uh, have our own little spot, our section that, you know, we kind of designed because we we got asked a yeah. bunch of cool questions. like And just to have our home, you know, like yeah. like playing at Laney was cool, you know. But it was always like, oh, well, we play at Laney, like at so we're renting a, a sure. place, you know. Yeah. And then even playing at Cal East Bay is like, well, not we're ours. playing at Cal East Bay, yeah. like not our home. Now to have like a place we call home, yeah. where all three of our teams are gonna play at, That's right? Where you know it won't be no scheduling issues like uh, we've had in the past, or yeah. or even field issues like the field is gonna be there. Yeah. Not having to lay something down, not having to worry right. about. Another game happening. Yeah. Just bad. And, and I'm sure for the the staff, excuse me, sorry, I'm burping over here. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sure even for the staff, it's going to be a relief to not have to fucking, because they're basically camping every time that they are setting up, right? Like yeah, well, they have to carry everything. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure it, it looks like it was maybe more work in Laney. Just because of uh, the field itself, right? Like having to get that delivered and unloading it. Yeah. And um, uh, Cal State, maybe there's less there. But uh, having your own uh, stadium, like you said, and for all three teams and just like to not worry about other venues. Um, one thing that we did here is that uh, the venue is going to be a multipurpose venue, which is going to bring funds yeah. uh, into the stadium. And uh, what a benefit for Oakland, too, to have Right. Something yeah. that uh, you don't have to rent the arena out or the Coliseum out. Yeah. You can rent, you know, the yeah, if you, you have a smaller event going on, but still of, of, you know, yeah, of a good size that you have options now. You'll yeah. be able to rent out the, yeah. the stadium. And man, he, the hugest shout out uh, to their staff, man. Uh, Idris, man, he he has done an incredible job with his team. Um if you really look at how many obstacles, not only Idris, right? Everybody who's involved yeah. uh, with the roots. Idris, I just say his name because, you know, that's the face that I see. But there's a lot of people involved in this, right? And shout out to them. Uh, but 
Dude, all the fucking obstacles that they've had to go through. Especially the last couple of years, man. Every year is something new. (laughs) Every year is something new to to canceling games, right? To the whole Laney deal uh, and then Cal State and them renovating. Dude, the stadium, like, and and what's crazy about this, it's happening at the same time, a lot of these things, right? Uh, I'll have conversations and it's like, well, are you guys... You know, how far into the future are you guys? Th- and they're like 10 years ahead. Oh, yeah. You know, they're thinking of of what's happening after our 10-year uh, lease or deal with, you know, uh, the Malibu site. And again, it's happening at the same time, right? Yeah, like something that was pointed out is that like we're like us as fans, we're still focused on this season and like thinking of these six games we have left. And the USO as a league, they're already on next season, already planning like the home games, the away games, the schedule. Sure. So they wanted to know where everybody's playing and everything. And yeah, you know, it's things that go around, go, go yeah, dude. on the in the background that, that like, we, we imagine, don't realize sometimes as fans. You know, imagine communicating with like you know the communications with Cal State East Bay. Those got those have to be intense. You know, just like you know, how can we make this work? Like all this stuff, right? And at the same time, you're also having to communicate, like you said, with the USL. Yeah. Right. Where are you going to be? Because they need these <laughs> answers in order yeah. to let you, um, you know, because it has to be approved. Everything has to be approved. Right. Yeah. So it's like and now you got to go through these guidelines and all this stuff just to like meet standards and uh, uniform deals. Just all this shit, man. Yeah. So anyways, dude, I think our job is incredibly easy uh, compared to theirs. <laughs> and 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 they allow us to have fun and still um, give us a voice when you know we want to be heard. So uh, shout out to the whole organization, and I will forever say that because without them, dude, we probably wouldn't be as passionate as we are uh, for allowing us to have a voice and a, a space to be us and create and uh, be heard and be seen. So um, I think that should wrap it up for today. A lot of stories that came out of this trip, um, but I think. Um, uh, we'll we'll leave them for us, and maybe hey, if we get to catch you in the parking lot or something, we'll we'll tell you some of those stories. <laughs> but uh, for now, um, that was it. Uh, great time. Uh, we're gonna go eat and hang out. Um, yeah, yeah. But it, it's been fun. And again, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, I hope this is great content for you guys, just to get a little insight in what we as supporters uh, get to do and get to experience when we travel around and. Um, you know, just join a USL team. So anyways, guys, Juan, thanks for joining us. Um, We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Let's go Roots.